you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. Dizzle DC, and it's Half Street. I like that. I like that. What it's in do? the building. What's Happy up, K. Dizzle? Happy Mother's Day, man. Happy Mother's Day. We are in the building. Happy Mother's episode. Day to all the beautiful mothers. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers. Let me get my Twitch right quick, man. Hey, look. Welcome. Well, don't forget welcome, mine. Welcome. Don't forget mine. No, I know. I got to get in there. <laughs> Just get in there, man. Switch my stuff up, man. How you feeling? Arizona Look. was asking what link it was. I said, man, it's all dressed up on it's Facebook all dressed Live, up on, Facebook, on YouTube. You know what it what is, is he man. talking about, bro? What is he talking about, man? He's a day one. He's asking but me yeah, but we, but, we, but we appreciate him. He had a great uh, appearance on last week's episode with D. Things Out Loud. Oh, Shout out to man. them. Shout out to, oh, Bianca's in the building. Hey, Bianca, hey. happy Mother's Day. What's up, Malika hey. Shanae? I don't see a like on the page. What you talking about? What you talking about? Telling us the likes of what you talking about, Malika. Well, spread your likes. Spread your likes. <laughs> hey, Malika. Oh, the link. link. Oh, come on. You right. Damn, she, you know what? I'm tired of you. You slipping, K-Dizzle. I'm not there slipping. She just she she running the show from the background from upstairs. Hey, what's going on? Look, shout out to all the mothers, our beautiful four sisters, everybody. I hope you guys are having a great day. Your your men took care of you. Your kids took care of you. Everybody, um, look, man. Um, Happy nothing, Mother's Day, Melinda. What's up? There is nothing like uh, there's nothing like being a mom. It's not like being a mom. It's every, no man can do that job. No man can do that job. Period. Hey, right. Melinda. You know, you guys were built for it. You guys were built for it. It's on there. What you talking about, boo? I'm a, make sure you share it. Make sure you share it. So look, we're gonna like, get share, in. subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. We're gonna get in where we fit in and get the ball rolling. Because today Who'd have thought episode 14, man? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? 14 weeks, man. Straight 14 weeks strong. And we got plenty more to go. Plenty Grinding. more to go. Show him your shirt. <laughs> show Grinding. Him. No, I Look, said show him your shirt. Show him my shirt. This is why I grind. This is why yeah. I work. This is why I hustle. Shout out to the boy Eric Thomas. Shout out to Eric Thomas. Um, if you're on the motivational speaker to yell at you, and punch you in the mouth. He's the guy. And look, um, let me put this up right now because we're going to get it in deep, deep dive conversation today. It's uh -oh. going to be very important. Close to home. Close for everybody. 857-1757 is the number to text and join the conversation. If you want a video in, you want to call in. Les Brown. Oh, you a Les Brown fan? That's cool. Yes. You know, Les Brown, she Eric Thomas, Les Brown stuff Gary V, um, you know, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor. We can go down the list. We can go down the list. You know, you got to have some people that you're listening to that is actually going to um, enrich your life more than anything you know, else. You so, know you'd be listening to Joel Osteen in the morning. No, I don't. No, I don't. 
I don't listen to Joel Osteen. <laughs> I don't. Joel Osteen is the frosted flakes of the Christian community, and I'm I, don't don't get me started. He he is the name brand, the 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 poster child. All his all his. Um, let, no, let's stop. Let's get into sports because you probably get me get me going into that. I don't want to do so, that. So yeah, man. So this um, week we're talking about some real stuff later on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so come on in. You know, obviously we're interactive like always, but just to start off, like yeah, you know, we're gonna talk about some stuff tonight. But uh, in sports, you know, it's my favorite time of the year. Yes. Uh, K Dizzle needs to wake up because it's the NBA playoffs. It's coming around the corner. Um, the standings are definitely interesting. Uh, the Lakers are sliding a little bit. LeBron's still nursing his ankle, rooting for LeBron to come back. Uh, Russell Westbrook is balling out of control. K. Oh, out of What's control, bro. Boy, tying a big O for the most triple doubles of all time. The man's man averaging like 15 assists per game. It's crazy. The man is phenomenal. The man is phenomenal. He's been doing it, but I think you know, because he's on the Wizards and they're getting and he's giving them that push. I mean, he's been doing it. He's been doing it. Hey, Bill John. <laughs> Shout out to the hat. Shout out to the, hey. the apparel tonight. Bill, Bill dropped 50 last night. Um, you know, the Wizards won in overtime. They beat Indiana, so they're now in ninth place. They'll be looking good as far as the standards for the play-in. Um, as far as MVP race, you still got Embiid, uh, Jokic, and Chris Paul coming mm-hmm. up. And uh, that's, that's the NBA. Then you got... The fight that took place last night, I'm gonna touch on briefly. I told <laughs> I told you about um I found a little backdoor link. I'm not gonna be too hot, but found the fight last night online, and your boy Canelo in the ninth round hits Billy Joe Saunders and breaks his orbital bone. Who doesn't who, come out? Unifies <clears throat> Go ahead. Who is Unify? Go ahead. Hey, he had a, he had to fight him. He had a belt. He was over there in London, dutch, ducking and dodging him for a while. So he had a, he had to see him for the belt. So he added another one to the collection by breaking the boy's face last night. I was like, damn. He, was he said dodgy. he felt he said he felt his face under his glove when he punched him. So I think Canelo went. He just went eight nine rounds just to go eight nine rounds because boxing is so. <laughs> I, he don't have what up, what up Tony? Tony? What up, Tony? What's going on? Love he you, don't have he doesn't have any competition right now. Who out there? And if he does, they don't want to fight each other. They ain't they all trying to split the purse. And they this this era of boxing has been so I think it's been trash. It's watered down. down. It's been trash. I mean look at nobody fights on. nobody. You got Nobody exhibitions now. You got exhibitions now. You know, bringing in fifty million dollars. And speaking of exhibitions, we got your Don't. boy Floyd Mayweather running in the Jake right, Paul right. over the weekend. And all what right. happened with that? I'm gonna let you. So, I'm gonna let you show what happened with that. K doesn't. So this is hilarious. So I wish I I should have pulled my picture up. I took my picture <laughs> down. I should have pulled it up. Yeah, you updated your profile picture. I did I update that. my profile picture. Um, to the Floyd Mayweather snapshot, um, but I did pull it up. But let's, I'm let's roll the tape. I'm not even going to show my picture. Uh-oh. Let's roll. Let's roll the tape. Let's get this sports out the way, and roll this tape <laughs> of of Floyd Mayweather, aka aka Planet of the Apes. I don't know if you've seen the snapshot or not. If you haven't seen the snapshot, you need to check it out. Let me move us over to the bottom and get this thing rolling. So he's fighting Logan Jake Paul. 
um, for an exhibition, right? He's Here fighting Logan Paul. Logan Paul, okay. Look at Floyd Mayweather. Hold on. Check, check the. Hold on. Check, check this. Let me get a good shot. Check the scruff. <laughs> check the scruff. Check the scruff. Uh oh. Absolutely. Look at the scruff. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. Get the paperwork for this ball. Get, get Al Hamid. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me call Al Hamid. I'm my own boss. I'm my own boss. Got your hat. And he's off. And he's off. And there he goes. Look at that. Picture there. Too many Negroes. Wow. Hey, look, man. Hey, look. The scuffle continues, right? The scuffle continues and carries on. And mm. I don't let me find let me find this Floyd Mayweather picture because I'm telling you, bro, man, looks That's like hilarious. And then your eight. boy Jake Paul went and got a tattoo with a picture of a hat saying, Got your hat. All that <laughs> off of that scuffle. Got a tattoo and everything and gone viral again. It's crazy, man. He's a he's oh. a he's a, a viral machine. He's a viral machine. He's a viral machine. Who's it? Who did he put on his um uh, put on the ass? Is that the uh the Nate was it Nate? Yeah, knocked him, knocked him Nate. smack out. Yeah, put Nate knocked on the ground, made him out. a meme, bro. I mean, goodness gracious, made put him, him to sleep. Made they him said he was still meme. they said he was still asleep for like two fights later. <laughs> <laughs> put him to sleep, they had, man. They had to wake the boy up. Hold on, man. Hold on. This you is, found a this picture is my yet? problem. I found a picture. It ain't, do, it ain't my picture, but I found a picture. The problem is, this man is worth, I don't know, how many, how much? Hundreds of million dollars? Hundreds of million dollars? Oh, yeah. Look at that. Let me, I got to blow that up so y'all can really get the, get the uh, vibe on that. Where is that picture? God damn. I told you Blood if I was up. Floyd Mayweather and I had all that money, all my friends would have to have barber licenses. <laughs> So if I needed a shape up, wherever I was, <laughs> wake up, bro. Host, you grow. Hey. <laughs> hey, we out, we out here though. But nah, but if if I was Floyd, I had so many people around me that could cut my hair at any given moment. That boy been looking like he has been stuck in isolation for real. Yo, he looked like he been a Planet of the Apes, man. You should have seen that, that profile picture. I can't. I can't take it with Floyd. He worth too much money to be running around the streets looking like that. And you, you, you asked me earlier if it, if I thought it was staged. If that shit, that should look like the old WWF with Ric Flair, Macho Man. If it was staged, I don't think Floyd Money Mayweather would have came out looking like who done it. That man looked like look like that. Period. Yo, all he needed, all he needed was those was those Shamar Moore braids <laughs> from, <laughs> from from that Tyler Perry movie, and it would have been a wrap. Nah, all he needed was, you, the, was the Martin Lawrence uh cotton ball beard puffs <laughs> when he ran off to the to the monk to the monastery. That boy was looking like he was lost. It's a hot mess, man. It's a hot mess. That is so, that is the worst. So we was going to uh, softball toss before we get into our deep dive this evening. Mm-hmm. You know, we talking about one of your favorite characters and a lot of the people in the chat's favorite character, Kevin Samuels. And, you know, the, the newfound uh, YouTube, you know, social media beef, I guess you want to call it, between him and Dr. Umar Johnson. 
What do you think about that situation? You know, where did it start? Who 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 threw the first punch? Who you know the first verbal assault came from? I think uh, Kevin Samuels. A lot of women were talking to him, saying they appreciated Dr. Umar Johnson's approach more than his. And Kevin Samuels is uh, not apologetic about the way he the way he delivers it. So now nah, we're not gonna talk about him long tonight. We just it's a softball toss because they were in the news over the last couple of days. <laughs> That's how you feel, K Dizzle. Bro, I can't. All right. Yeah, I'm done. I'm. I'm... <laughs> I don't even know. Either, bro. <laughs> I got put hey. on to it, Bianca. They didn't hey. put me on the uh, Kevin Sanders. Don't nobody care about no Umar Johnson, man. I, I I equate Umar Johnson as what's that Chappelle show character as the black uh, white supremacist. Oh man. <laughs> That's how much man. He, I got, don't know he about got schools. He got he got schools and all that other stuff though. Like that's Look, the thing, man. He he actually tried to come out and said Kevin Samuels was doing black women doing black women wrong by by talking down to him and making them feel bad about themselves. He was trying to take that angle. I do, first of all, Kevin Samuels. Let's stop giving this this dude air. Okay. Secondly. Mm. Dr. Umar Johnson, can we fade him to black? Can we trade him? Can the black delegation trade him to the white <laughs> delegation? Okay, I'm I'm putting him in, in the Trump camp because Arizona just stuff you don't need to listen to hear to watch. Because look, there may be there may be kibbles and bits that you can hear and understand, like, oh, that makes sense. But the 80% of the trash that they talk about. Is is not worth mentioning. Kevin's name was in Umar. I'm, Umar Johnson is doing that to fill the air of Kevin Samuels so he can ride the coattails of the bubble that he has right now. That's just what it is, 110%. But look at, but look at Arizona's Rose, comment. I hate to see it. Some I people feel see. like they don't want to see those two going at it. Like, is there a space for both of them to coexist? You know what I'm saying? And in the uh in that part, I guess of the manosphere is what they call it. Who are you, talk, who are you talking about? What rapper are we talking about? Nah, we she said this- if we keeping these ignorant ass rappers, you oh, might as well keep Kevin oh. Samuels and them. We look, we can look. There's nothing you can do about. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about the culture of rap as it stands right now, because it only lasts because people are buying it and listening to it. Once people stop buying and listening to it. Then it will change. So outside of that, it's what it is. I know. I, yeah, Twitch is delayed. Twitch is delayed. It's probably um, Twitch. It is probably Twitch. So, um, whatever, whatever. Umar Johnson, Cam Shams, both of mm-hmm. them dudes, you know, got issues. I, you know, everybody so coming, what? everybody coming after, <laughs> everybody coming after them. Um, but. It, because they, because right now they're the, they're the talk of the town. Everybody coming after them because right now they're the talk of the town. And I, I like you said, I'm done talking about Bianca. That. Take Bianca, take ten minutes and go down a rabbit hole and watch some Kevin Samuels YouTube videos. You be cracking, you be cracking up like shit. Oh, he, I know he, you. Yeah, he go hard on. He just go hard on the women. Man. That's all he do. He go hard on the women. So, and, and it's it's hard for me to accept it as a, as a as a man to go and you know. Punch the women in the mouth. Some women hear. Some women do hear better from a man, but it it needs to come from a woman. 
It needs to come from a woman. If you're going to punch a woman in the mouth, let it come from a woman. Um, that's just my opinion. I think we, you know, some men and women hear stuff differently. That's why Oprah got so many women followers. Shout out to Oprah and Oprah Money. But so let's chalk up, let's chalk up Kevin Samuels and let's chalk up Dr. Umar. So tonight, um, obviously, if you don't know, guys, it's who punching bitches. It's it's <laughs> mental health awareness month, right? K Dizzle. It is May is mental health awareness month. Um, if you don't know, now you know it is the most important uh month after coming out of 2020. Because all it's of lot, you, it's a lot of stuff going all on. All of right? us, yes, all of us need to be in therapy. When you Bamas got put on lockdown in the house, everybody got cabin fever. <laughs> everybody went crazy. Everybody went on the internet, and everybody found found the farthest reaches of the internet and where to go and how to get it. I mean, um, but more importantly, the reason why we're talking about today, actually on Mother's Day. Um, is because for um, for us as men to be better for our women um, who are mothers, who, who are possibly mothers, we need to make sure that we are better men. We're more than anything better humans. So uh, in order for us to for do that, you know, we got to make sure that we're right. We're, we're right on the inside as well as the outside because the biggest thing we talk about all the time is about we just did the top five right almost right. like three of the top five were men don't know how to communicate uh men don't know you know um how to be present or um what was it i mean it, it, most of them were having with personal personal issues that yeah. men deal with on a on a regular basis and not being able to um articulate what they need to say and how they need to say it to a woman. So, um, so, so, so tonight we want to we want to use our platform, you know, to, to basically allow us to discuss, you know, a lot of the things that we're feeling, and you know, hopefully, you guys that that come on every week can open up with us and share and interact and text in, so we can pull you through because there's a lot of things going on, like Kadez was saying, and you know, for us to have that self awareness is very important, and specifically for men. And even black men, you know, when it comes to seeking therapy and and feeling like, you know, you're vulnerable when you when you want to find that help. So we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about some different bullet points and uh, hopefully you can join us. And look, women, ask the questions, ask the questions you want answers from from men. We will answer them. I promise you the men in the chat will answer them. And we'll answer them honest, upfront, and, and to the best of our ability. Because um, these things that we're going to talk about tonight usually don't get talked about. And if they do, they get talked about in real small circles um, between men um, that have the ability to have that connection and talk and and really work through these things. So um, I know you kind of we kind of work together and put some questions together. Um, beforehand, so you want to start going down the list? Yeah, so I'm gonna throw a question out there to the chat, throw it out there to UK Dizzle, and we'll talk about, <clears throat> I guess, how we both feel about it. But the first one's a good one, mm. you know, why do black men use the absent father excuse for their actions? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Shanae 
why y'all don't <laughs> clean up after y'all sales? Why y'all don't clean up after y'all sales? Now, is this? <laughs> Wait a minute. We go, we gonna go to that question, but let me Who let me address. I, I, hold on. She she generalizing men, right? She's generalizing all men. Yo, why y'all don't clean up after y'all sales? All right. Not all men don't clean up after themselves. The unkept men do. Do not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the unkept, the unkept men, men do, not. do not. The unkept men do not. Um, she ain't about to go at me like that. Like I don't no. <laughs> now, what not my government either. Uh-uh. Now, what? Oh, she came with the government. Shit. Now, what happens sometimes, and I'm guilty of it too, after a long day of work, because uh, we, oh, Ron, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it, Ron. Because we always had women who do it. Stop it. So after a long day of work, and I'm guilty of it too, you know, I come from an industry where we work 12, 14 hour days. I would literally come home, drop my clothes in one spot, take a shower, and get and go to bed. I would mm. do that. And but I had to unlearn that because after three piles of clothes, it's out of hand. It's <laughs> out of hand. Pounds, so I after three there. piles, it gets out of hand. So I the unkept man won't clean up after themselves, or like like you said. Men have been trained not to because they've had women who've always cleaned up behind them, who's always cleaned up behind them. Sometimes a woman, um, this could be a single, it could be a single mother thing. A woman do, does a lot for the son or the the girlfriends that they have does a lot for the man and they've been trained that way. That's cap. I clean up after myself, kid. <laughs> the youngest say that's cap. <laughs> Ron, you're not cool no more. But Uh-oh. no, the unkept man does not clean after himself because it's a learned behavior. They learn they learn that um, people are going to clean up after them. So, so he, I, I didn't, didn't wash the dish until I was twenty. Jesus, I wish, bro. I wish. But go. Let's get back to not <laughs> so asking those questions. Through the first question out there, we talking about mental health specifically with uh, young black men, and why do black men use the absent father excuse for their actions? Shanae is throwing. Shanae is throwing out. Do you see that? Answer that half. We're gonna get the mental health, but Shanae. So Shanae Wilborn, she comes <laughs> through and she says, "My question dot 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 is why do y'all have so many excuses? Lie, sir. I just picked up three glasses. Okay. So <laughs> excuses, excuses are sometimes reasons. It's not always an excuse." And, you know, like Katie was just saying, you know, working a lot, sometimes the hours get long. And then I wake up and I don't even understand how that it's that many dishes in the sink because I was at work for 12 hours. Oh, but, look, that's the that's that's <laughs> shot. But on the flip side, you know, I guess a couple of those late night trips to the kitchen when you halfway asleep, two o'clock in the morning, I might leave a dish there, too. But, you know, I, I'll agree to disagree. All right. So so. So go ahead, man. What you think? Let's, Give me that question one more time. Cause for the fifth time, for the fifth time, you're not gonna keep firing time. off. We're not gonna keep Shanae. firing off. Shanae, we're so, not gonna deal with you. <laughs> again, we're talking about mental health. We're gonna get serious now. I want people to be honest and open and, and join in. Why do black men use the absent father excuse for their actions? Black and is that the- true? Is that the case? No father, no examples use in the accent. 
Absent no father, father excuse. no examples of manhood. Most fatherless boys go through life winging it. So that's what I'm saying. Is that an excuse or is that a reason? You know, I, you know, I didn't have a father growing up. So can I use the excuse of not having that father for the way I behave as an adult through my 20s and 30s? That's what we're talking about. And no. a lot of men, a lot of men are raising children and having relationships. <laughs> we getting tag team. I know, I know. No, it's Mother's but, Day, man. We ain't gonna win a day. Yeah, I know we ain't gonna win. No, that is not it. That is not a valid excuse. Because even if you didn't have a father, come on, let's talk had, about it, man. That's a good if, one. Even if even if you didn't have a father, you still had a mother who taught who should have who if was there taught you manners, respect, and taught you certain things in life. Now. There are certain things a mother is not going to be able to teach a son. Right. Certain things a son, a father is not going to be able to teach a daughter. However, um, the mother can give as much guidance as she can to get him to where he needs to go. Yeah, but if um, you haven't seen, but if you haven't seen that male figure in your home, you know, when it comes to being in those situations as a man yourself, are you going to be able to find that from what you learn from your mom? You know, where do you find the testosterone or the mental aspect of a man when you didn't have that in your household growing up. And then now you have to be that man who you never saw because now you're actually there raising your children, being the husband. And in a way, are you winging it? Like Arizona Ron said, if you don't, if you've never had anybody in your life, or if your mom isn't, isn't uh, instilling certain, in certain values, intrinsic values into you as a human, then um, it's tough. You are winging it. It's tough. You are winging it. Um, the male figure, um, let me say the the mom, the mother, or the caretaker should give you, they can give you examples. They can tell you how a man's supposed to do, what a man's <laughs> supposed to do. Um, but if you, if you don't internalize that or if you're not taught that, then no, you're going to be winging it 110%. Um, hold on. What's the excuse for men that has the male figure in the home? Uh, uh, there is no excuse. Uh, you can blame there, you, there is no excuse. You can blame it on the fact that the male figure that's in the home is not a real male figure. Or you can you can blame it on the fact that one of the top five reasons why men ruin the relationship, not only with their significant other, but with their children, is because they're not present. They're not All right, but let but let's t- but let's dig into let me dig into this real quick. Bianca says, ahead, I ahead. don't care. I don't care if you had nobody, a mother or a father. Your ass better learn or stay your ass by yourself. YouTube that shit. All right, now let me let me let me address that real quick. Hey, does so <clears throat> again? If you don't have a father, right? That's the original question. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? And I'm asking this, this isn't rhetorical. Where do you go get the information from? that you would kind of use if you would like to get an example for how the male acts in the home. I'm just saying, if you're one of those learners that you want to see, you know, people do it hands on, where do you get that from? See me personally, I was raised by my grandmother and she taught me all the things that I needed to know. But Mm -hmm. for me to have that balance, uh, I guess to have a, I guess a level of toughness, you know, I hate to say like all men got to be tough, but I learned that from my friends in the neighborhood. You know, I got yeah. to be out on the street and experience just enough to where my, my grandmother, she pulled me back from being too far in the street 
but she let me get the street just enough to know what not to want. You know what I'm saying? What not right. to what not to 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 settle with. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I saw the men out there, some some men doing different things to get their money. Hey, <laughs> Doctor Phil, we talking tonight? Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, you know, that's I guess where she's saying you can go find information from Doctor Phil and Oprah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's cool, but you can't. Can they relate to us though, Bianca? That's that's the question we're talking about tonight. Can they relate to us? The difference is, you talking about see, and that's it's on. It's it's called on the job training. Listen to your part and take accountability for your action. Learn to communicate. That's that's the hard part because now we're talking about. That's um, we're, we're we're talking about young adolescents becoming adults that have already cured bad habits because they don't have those intrinsic values. You can (laughs) read read a book. book, You can go to Dr. Phil. You can go to Oprah. You can watch YouTube. But if you don't have the human connection, that stuff may or may not stick. And there's a difference between- You know, Kay Dizzle, what you're saying is right about the human connection. I ain't mean to cut you off, but if you don't see it, if if you don't feel- and experience that in real life, you're never going to, in my opinion, believe it to be real. You can't get everything from a book. You're not cooking. There's, there's, There are certain values. There are certain things that you learn in life through human interaction that you can, you're can not able to get anywhere else. There is no empathy, right? Right. There is no empathy because- And that's why we're talking because, about it. Because- Men are always looked at to be the pillars of the foundation, right? We're always looked at to be the ones to carry the load, just like women are the ones to carry the load of home and work and kids and and those that do it, that do it well. I, I applaud you 110%. But Let we're talking about the struggles. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish this, though. We're talking about the struggles of the man who has to carry um, but my cousin didn't have a father was raised by all women. He's a great dad, in my opinion, because because he had women in his life that told him or explained to him and gave him the human interaction, letting him know that this is what a man should do, shouldn't do, supposed to do, or not supposed to do. And because of that, because you guys were involved in his upbringing and gave him that and and poured that into him, he was able to understand what a woman was looking for, what she needed to be able to fulfill her in the ways necessary to become a great partner and a good communicator. So men, getting back to men being the pillars, like I said, it's it's a generational thing where women have been taught one thing and men have been taught another thing. And thank God that we're kind of breaking out of that a little bit. But men have been always been taught to be strong to be, you know, to carry everything, to do this, to work, you know, without fail, don't show your feelings, all that other crazy stuff, right? That's my question for you, though. How do they be strong if, and I'm talking about in a masculine, manly way, you know, we're talking about, I mean, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. How can they be strong if they don't see the man in the house? Where do they get that from? Obviously, women instill strength. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot of strength from my grandmother, but I'm talking about when it came down to me being out as a man in the street, where do they get that from? They get that strength from the. They get that strength from the for whoever's raising them. You get that inner strength, whatever, whatever your uh, determination, your drive, your push. That's taught. That that's taught from from when you're very, very, very little. Determination, drive, and push is taught, uh, and 
and that's it. That's an intri- That's what I call intrinsic value. Look, esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, self esteem. You know, those things are taught. Um, I'll give you an example, okay? Because I understand how important mental health is for men and women. One of the things that I've done for my daughters since they were, since they were little, um, I say to them every night, "You're pretty. You're smart. You're strong. I love you, and I'm proud of you." I say those five things, and usually I've got to the point where I let them finish the last two or whatever the case may be because Mm -hmm. I want that to be instilled in their heads so they don't look for the validation outside of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm taking that upon myself to to embed that into my girls. Men, Men who are growing up, men don't do those type of things. They do different. They They tell them, get up. Wipe the dirt off, get out there, do it again, be strong, don't show your feelings, you know, um, work hard, do this, do that. They're, they're taught in a different way. So now they're getting older, they're getting into that relationship, and they're not able to show their feelings. They're not able to, to share uh, their their vulnerabilities because they're taught to just throw those to the side and to keep running and do what you're supposed to do and provide for that family. And that's where they get caught when they get into that room and they they explode. They don't have that ability to to let it out. You know what I'm saying? And now the weight of the world is on their shoulders and they stress out. Some of them commit suicide. Some of them get vices. Some other mm-hmm. have other issues or some of them are, are, are um, women abusers. You know what I'm saying? Abuse women because they don't know how to deal with their emotions and their feelings. They take it out on other things. So um, that is never an excuse for a man for a man not to be able to show his feelings or be vulnerable because they don't have a father figure growing up in their life. Right? Y'all don't grace the same the way we don't don't give grace to the women out here. Everything that moved because they didn't have a dad that loves. An absent parent is going to have a negative impact. Doesn't matter. You're right. It is going to have a negative impact, but the impact can be diminished based on the one that's there. If they have the wherewithal to be able to teach that, teach that child. Right. But let's, let's go, let's go to the next. Well, question. let's, well, let's, hold on. Let's transition from what we were just talking about there to, you know, how we were talking about the, the proverbial bag or how, you know, we keep tucking away everything emotionally. Like me and you talked about off air, right? Mm-hmm. We keep trying to be strong, right? And we keep trying to be the man and be there for our family or be the man to be there for our sisters and brothers and nephews. And we can't really show weakness or vulnerability. So where do we go when that bag gets full? Or, you know, what do we do when we just keep, you know, suppressing all of our emotions every day and just go to work and deal with that? The fact that we don't get grace shown to us. You know what I'm saying? Where right. do we go? What do we do? Hey, what's up, realities? Um, what's up, realities? How you doing? We get what we do is we get um, we get vices. Some men do mm. go to church, but we mm. get vices. We, we're quick to pull a vice out. Whether it so be you're talking about coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms. We get vices. We drown them away. We don't necessarily deal with them. We drown them and we mm. we suppress them until they become uh, become bigger issues. They become man. dangerous issues. We 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 drink, we smoke, we um, go out, we party, we strip club, we. It can be it can be just uh, stuck on the internet. It could be 
uh, video games. It could be whatever. It could be cigars. It don't matter. We find a vice to deal with the stuff to suppress those issues. Now, um, not saying that all of those things are just used to suppress them. Everything is good in moderation. When it becomes, it becomes an issue when those things overtake your life, meaning that you do nothing but those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we all know, we all know somebody from the hood that smoked weed all the time. But when all you, the time, but stayed when you, high all the time. But when have you ever seen anybody like growing up? Right, I'm gonna ask you a question. When have you ever seen anybody growing up, kind of like break down their feelings and talk about the stuff that they were going through, like when it came to their boys or whatever? Like we ain't never really talk about too much emotional stuff growing up. We try to no. play sports and escape the bullshit. And get away and play football and basketball. We didn't really sit around and talk about the things we were going through because we kind of knew like we were we were going through it. <laughs> we both knew just like from mm-hmm. growing up with each other. So we always keep it to ourselves. And that's the thing. Like I've I've gotten to a point to where, you know, I've I've you know, I've coped and I've had I've used coping mechanisms that probably aren't the best, you know, personally, mm-hmm. but I was able to I won't even say be vulnerable, but just, you know, be self-aware and look at myself in the mirror. And I saw a therapist and I speak to a therapist every week. And the best thing about, you know, being able to talk about what you go through in life is just expressing yourself and being able to Mm -hmm. get it all out. You know, when you can't get that out, when you don't have an outlet, that's when it becomes real stressful and stress can kill you, man. Stress kills people all the time. Stress kills people all the time. Arizona Ron said it best. Coping ain't healing it's not not healing it's just suppression it's just suppression um you know what can what can men do different you right what can men do different the difference is that's a good question is is um and let's i know i said that earlier i I said it offline we have to be able to normalize therapy Mm. we got to be able to normalize um, you know, we got to be able to not feel weak and not be ashamed. It's always about our ego. You know, in my opinion, it's it's our ego. We we can't show that weakness. Once you show, once you show K-Dizzle that window of opportunity of weakness, you just feel like you're exposed. And I was there. You know, it took me a moment, you know, to get to that point personally to be able to go and talk about, you know, my areas of weakness where I wanted to improve. And that's just good self-awareness. You know, we're joking a lot about smoke better weed, and mm-hmm. that's cool. It's funny, but seriously though, you know, we, we need to reach out and help each other because sometimes weed's not gonna not gonna help. You know, what do you do when you 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 work all day and you're stressed out and you go home and you smoke weed every night? Mm-hmm. Or you go home and you drink Hennessy every night and all of a sudden that doesn't solve your problems anymore. You know, that's when you gotta face you gotta face the real okay, doesn't yeah, and and have those conversations with your friends. That's where pride gets in the way. That's where, um, that's where men are afraid to show their vulnerability because we're they're always and you know all men are guilty of it at a certain point to be afraid to talk to their friends about what they really feel because and that's the next like question. So why, K Dizzle? Why is that? That's the next question. Why? Like why are said, we afraid to show vulnerability? We are we are afraid to look weak. We are afraid to look helpless, and we are afraid to look like in we are in need. 
But what's the worst that could happen? Like, if we were to sit there and be vulnerable and talk to your uncle or your best friend and say, look, man, I really want I really want you to... I mean, okay, if you got to do it over a blunt, do it over a blunt. Right. But get it out, though. That's you know what where I'm most... Get it out. Get it out before you end up... Look, man, I want to talk about it real quick and not to talk too long, but... No, go ahead. During this pandemic alone, and, and this is a sensitive topic for me, I got three... I would say brothers like my best friend and two of my brothers that right now on house arrest are locked up because in my opinion, the emotions just build up. You know, they made possibly bad decisions. I'm not going to speak on their situations, but two on house arrest and one in jail. I mean, just during the pandemic alone, like we need an outlet to reach out and be able to communicate to get that steam off, man, before everything Mm -hmm. just piles up. And then we make that bad decision because once we are in that situation to make that decision, society is not going to give us that second chance. Right. That's right. that's the thing we got to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, we're, we're afraid to do that because, like I said, um, you, you say it's easy to say, well, what's the worst that can happen? Well, man has to get over his pride first before that can happen. You got to get over themselves first and get over how they how they are afraid to be seen in the eyes of someone else. Um, how that before, because the perception um, that people that people want them to see sometimes to people is more important than the reality. Um, therapy helps you heal. It's a good tool to self-reflect, learn to control your emotions. Therapy is not healing. But it's a great tool to identify the issues and change them. Yes. Therapy, therapy is used. Therapy's a way to heal. Therapy is a, is a way to heal. Um, therapy actually exposes the habit loop. Um, and when I say that is the cue, the habit, and the routine. You know, the cue, yeah. the uh, habit, and the routine so that you can break the cycle of those um, of those things that are um, are damaging to you after every time you reach a certain level, certain level of trauma. See, when we use coping ne- mechanisms like smoking or drinking, and we all know somebody that's taking it way too far, and because they're using it to not deal with reality and trying to remain that percept, you know, keep that perception uh, of that people that they want people to see. You know, we all you know, wear faces, and everybody's afraid. We all wear masks, different faces, different masks. We're afraid people to see who we really are. And see us in a vulnerable light, and and we're afraid that we're not going to be accepted in that matter. That's just, you know what you made me think about. What's that? When you said we wear masks and things like that, my girl tells me this all the time. You never know what the next man is going through, mm-hmm. right? So we go through our lives and we go through our, you know, our trauma, and you know, and I just had a situation just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to get to the chat, but, you know, I was on a plane and I had a disagreement with a guy and I got into a little bit of an argument. But the bigger picture is, like, why are we fighting and why can't we look past that? And you never know what the next man is going through. Like that trauma that, like I said, that that they're experiencing and, you know, instead of instead of expressing yourself, you're going out and that little, you know, wrong way a person looks at you if a person cuts you off in the street or they take your spot in the line, the gas station, whatever. Those are the situations that are leading people getting shot, people mm-hmm. getting beat up. And she says, tell the real story. Now, I mean, I don't want to go too deep in that story, but it was just me overreacting. And I'm and I'm a person that thinks about positivity every day. 
Mm-hmm. So I felt bad because I let a person take me to that to that extent to where I was right. It's not it's okay to not be okay, right? And I wasn't I wasn't perfect that day. I made a bad decision. But um, you know, that's what happens. Like I still have a temper and I'm working on myself every week. And why did I respond the way I did? Because I was because I was tired. <laughs> I was tired, I was angry. And it's not an excuse, but it's because I reverted back to what I know. Mm-hmm. I reverted habit. back. Yeah, it was. It was, it was the, the. It was the. It was the it was easy the way to right habit and routine. Yeah, it was the cue. He hit a cue. It 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 set him off, and he immediately was going to use that moment to exactly to vent all the frustration out on everything that he's going through in that particular moment that's why that's why when, when stuff pops off it pops off it's the way magnified it does. right it's magnified a thousand percent because like you said you never know what that person is going through so never take it never take it yeah. um, you know for for face value and what it is it's never about you it is never about you you know somebody is always going through some things and they don't always tell say what it is but go what, what was the next question that we had so on check this line? one out right this this is a good one because you know d was dropping some facts last episode d thinks mm-hmm. out loud in arizona um but this is kind of tied to relationships right so why do men feel their value is tied solely to their money and their job so mm-hmm. why can't we give the same effort as the question to our family like we do our other passions and our money Mm. Do you think that's true? Do you think we put all of our focus on, I guess, the man who says he has his shit together? Is he is he equating that to how much money he has in his bank account? Or does a man who has his shit together equate that to loving his wife and loving his children and everything of that nature? What do you think? I think it's a choice. It's a struggle choice that we uh, we make as as um, as husbands. It's a struggle choice we make as fathers um, that we we sometimes decide when when there's a situation or or there's a ceremony or whatever case may be, um, you know, because we're taught that way. We sometimes choose. We think um, that working and making money sometimes is more important than being there, and what. Right. Top five things that ruin a relationship. It's crazy how these all intertwine. We talk about that's what I'm saying, right? Um, was for the man to ruin the relationship was being present. Uh, and my sister, um, you know, D thinks out loud. She was just on. She was just on Instagram with her two daughters, and um, and they were talking about this a little bit. And she was saying, "Well, um, that's a struggle that she had to do as a parent." was to decide when she had a track meet, you know, was whether she whether she would be at work or whether she would be at the track meet. And she felt that working was more important than her being at the track meet because she felt that I was providing for her to be able to do those things mm-hmm. uh, so that she can take in those things when all she wanted from her was to be at the track meet. And she said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I, if I could do it again, I would I would choose the track meet. And that's those are some of the things that, you know, the decisions that we make um, that have lasting effects that sometimes we don't we don't think in the grand scheme of things. Like but who knows later better on, than us, though? Huh? Who knows better than us, though? Like when it came to our, our job working 12, 14 oh, hours man. a day. 
and how many events do we have to show up late oh. to or are actually missed because we chose that paycheck and Man. you know we didn't have that job security and in order for us to make sure we had that 10 20 car day our presence was requ required and you know that's the that's the decision do you do you choose family or do you choose the money and unfortunately sometimes you can't have you everything me, you want let me tell you what i did later on in my career um in the car business because it, in the car business the average hours worked is anywhere from 50 to 80 hours a week 50 to 80 hours a week easy it's done without fail no exception so later on in my career um, I made a conscious decision to say I am coming in and I'm leaving at this time. I don't care what the hell is going on. I need to be home. And that was the best decision I ever made because I missed so many, so many recitals. I missed so many events. I missed so many games. I missed so many track meets. I missed so many cheer competitions because mm. I thought that it was more important, like my, like my sister was saying, more important to be making the money for them than to be being there and um like i said if i made if i had made that decision earlier yes um if i could go back and do it again yeah i i probably be there a lot more but that those are decisions that's a, that's a struggle that the men deal with going back to it because now as those kids or or as your as your significant other or the wife or the or the girlfriend uh, relationship continues and you're not there, you're not as present, they don't understand why the animosity is there, mm -hmm. right? They don't understand why the animosity is there. And and because we think that we're doing the best thing and then we're not doing the best thing and then it becomes it becomes <laughs> a struggle. And that's all we deal with. Look, car business, yeah, car it business does. fucking sucks. Car sells them the right on their drug deals when it comes oh to time. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Oh, my I mean, Lord. You know what? You see that question from the chat, right? Shanae Wilborn, she asks me this all the time. She tells me, she says, set boundaries. Why do men find it hard to set boundaries? I, I personally found it hard to set boundaries, you know, because sometimes I feel like, and I got to say, like, I'd rather react when it comes to a person going too far rather than kind of set the boundary in the beginning to mm -hmm. where I think we should, you know, set those boundaries from the beginning as opposed to letting somebody dictate and then finally push your buttons to where you react and you can't, you know, pull back from that situation. But mm -hmm. another thing, too, is like it's hard for us to have our place in the top 10% and top 5%. And I know it's going to sound weak, but we're, we're keeping it real tonight. So it's like, yeah. when you finally have those opportunities, you don't want to just, you know, give them up. You know, you just don't want to mess up that job, or you just don't want to throw off your, your, your six figure income. So you got to balance, man. And, you know, sometimes we don't get away with the same things that other people get away with in corporate America either. And that's, that's a whole true. different conversation. That's very true. That's very true. That is a whole different conversation. However, um, like I said, later on in my career, when I made the decision to to say no, right, to say mm -hmm. no, because um, it helped me, it helped me not only not only be more effective while I'm there, but it, it also uh, brought a, brought more value. They understood that it brought more value when I was there versus when I wasn't there, um, and um it changed it it changed my it changed my life i ain't even gonna lie no, changed my life. 
So, but being proactive versus reactive, um, getting back to, you know, men and mental health, the hardest thing for a man to do is to be open and honest with the next person about who they really are and what they're going through. Um, because like you said, it's the pride thing it's a uh, stigma. and it's a stigma and we've got to break through that. We got to break through that. We got to break that cycle, especially black men, especially us as black men. We had so many, so many young brothers that are lost. Um, yeah. Love the paycheck though. Yeah. That money only goes so I far. Think, bro. I think it comes down to just, you know, we keep talking about vulnerability, right? And I think it comes down to just letting people in too close to us. Like, we don't want to be feeling like we're exposing ourselves too much, you know? And sometimes that exposure can make you feel weak because, you know, that person might know too much about you. And I've seen, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people can kind of feel, you know, I guess back themselves in the corner and we don't, we don't want to communicate. That's our biggest thing. We keep saying the word communicate, communicate, but you know, I don't want the next man to know my my deepest, darkest, you know, fears or secrets because now I'm now now he can take you know me for bad pretty much, mm-hmm. and that's that ego yeah. game. Yeah, that's the ego game, and that is that is the um, that is the issue. Um, one of the things that I've learned, which is a which is a good thing and a bad thing, is I am I am openly transparent. So if I am in a position of leadership. Or if I'm leading a team, or I'm doing doing whatever. I let them know <laughs> what's going on, what we're doing, what the direction is. You said why we're doing it. I you set, set the, the expectations. expectations, right? And and I I make sure that everybody is aware of what's going on, why we're doing it, and the and reasons you can do why that we're pushing with that your, way. And you can do that with your family too. You can you do can that with that your family. Your life. And and and. What I have learned is that makes it for a more, a hell of a lot easier place to interact and work in in environment to be with them because nobody feels like, oh, they're keeping something from me or they're doing this or they're doing that. No, if you want to ask, you want to, if you ask a question, you will get the answer. Um, now that can work twofold because if you're too open and honest and transparent. Those mm-hmm. that don't like you are going to work against you, period. And they're going to conspire behind you. And that's where men go when when they want to be open and transparent. That fear is that if people know that about them, they're going to work against them or, or they're going to do something or tell everybody about how weak that person is, or how weak you are. And that's the, that's the fear uh, that men have. Vulnerability is not a weakness. Acting through ego is right e- you know and that's what we were talking about we were talking about ego pride and, and ego yeah and it, it gets it gets to be like it gets to a point to where again it comes down to just being self-aware and you got to get to a point to where you want to have that outlet so i guess you know let's talk about the next question before we start to you know i guess wrap up is where do you find those outlets k Dizzle? Where do I find those outlets? Like uh, when you need to, when you need to talk, and when you need to express yourself and get it off. Where Where do you go? Would I go? Shit, mm-hmm. man, I go here. <laughs> yeah, I go here. I go. Um, I have a couple friends that um, that when my cup gets full, 
mm-hmm. that I pour into them. And when their cup gets cool, they're pouring to me. It's an open relationship. There's no judgment there. You just need to be there to listen because um, we we said it earlier, you know, we talked about it earlier. Um, a full cup is um, is okay to carry for a while. Right. But if it starts turning into hours, days, weeks, you ain't going to be able to hold it the same. And and men are walking around holding that cup full, right? not letting it out, not using it. What they're doing is they're putting it down, using a coping mechanism, which is that table. They're putting it down, picking up the bottle or drinking or sex or whatever it is that they're using to cope with it. But at what they're doing is they're coming back, picking that cup up again, and they're never getting um, uh, they're never getting fulfillment. They're never getting that pressure released. So um, I, you know, I've I've been lucky enough to have good friends that I can call out of the blue, even if uh, I haven't talked to them in months. You know, I can call them and say, "Hey, this is what I've been thinking about. These are some of the yeah. issues that I'm having. What do you think?" And I've learned to say, you know, even on the career side too, people that I have worked for, yeah, uh, after we after we start after I start working for them, I say, "Hey." What what did you think about me as uh you know as an employee? What are some of the things that I need to work on? That's just me being having the desire and drive to be better. Maybe they see something that I don't see. And that is a trait that people have to be okay with learning the bad shit about yourself um, so that you can fix it. But it, it has to be a want at that point. You gotta be able to want to be able to change that shit um, Absolutely. and be able to work to be a better person. First step in renewing your mind is so you can identify who and what you need. Surround yourself yeah, self-awareness. with quality people. If your circle has enough to pour into you, you should get a new circle. You know, you can't, you can't always take on everybody else's problems too. So that's another thing. There's a fine line between being able to listen and there's also taking on that person's problems. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can be there to listen. You know, you can be there to be that shoulder if you want to, you know, show support. But we also have to keep in mind that I got my problems, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to go outside of where we are most comfortable. Vulnerability needs to be fed. More vulnerability is to start to a new beginning. That's where growth begins. You know, that's a great yeah. that's a great comment, CJ. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome. But, you know, that's 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 where. What's up, Marcel? What's up, Marcel? That's where growth becomes, you know, that's where growth starts. And that's the biggest thing, Kay, you know, getting together and having conversations like this. You know, in today's Mm -hmm. time, obviously, we're seeing a lot of anger, a lot of um, chaos in the streets, unfortunately, a lot of frustration. And it's because people's cups are full. People's bags are full. You got to express yourself. You got to let it out. You know, you got to let it go. We can't walk around and carry all this hate. And, and, you know, we got to find ways to transfer that 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 energy into something positive for us in our community, you know? Yeah. The biggest so. thing, the biggest thing that if, if you take anything out of this conversation tonight, uh, men, women, children, whoever watches this, right. the biggest thing is to find someone you can find someone you can trust, that you can talk to, that you can be open and transparent. Full, full accountability with um, and make sure that make sure that that is the right person 
that's going to be able to sit there and even if they're not able to give you what you need, be able to listen to you without judgment. And okay. if you don't have that, if you don't have that person, and, and Sinead, don't kill me in the chat because I did it before. You know I did. I don't do it like I should. But write it down. You know, write get it down. Get your pen and pad. And if it's emotions that you're feeling at the time, write it out. It doesn't have to make sense. Um, Sinead, again, don't kill me in the chat. I love you, baby. <laughs> but I tried it once. It's hard. You know, it's hard because you want to go to that coping mechanism, K, of like grabbing that J or grabbing that drink instead of writing it down. And that's what I do. You know, I, I tend to take the path of these resistance because it feels better to drown out in my long day. But if or, I can, you know, make it and write it down and, and get those emotions out, it's a healthy release. And, and that's yeah. something that I definitely want to spread. Or the coping coping mechanism can be not just something um, something uh, tangible like that. It could be intangible as well. Yeah, it could be just um, or just uh, if you got a hobby, you got a hobby in your garage or you got a motorcycle and you put all your money, you polishing that motorcycle, your car, whatever the case may be. That coping mechanism is uh, allowing your escape from the reality of, what, of some of the stuff you're facing. It's, it's good to have it. But you gotta have another outlet to, to express it. You gotta be you gotta be willing and open to find someone to talk to to express it. Normalize therapy. It's okay to talk to somebody about your situation, your issues. Um, because- I, I like I like how you say normalize therapy, man. That's a strong a strong statement. And I think Shanae, she had a statement where she was like, "It's okay to normalize telling your friends you love them. You know, yeah. tell them tell them all the time to make oh, you feel man. weird." Man, you know, you know, I, you know, I, I had to, um, you know, I say that, I say that now, you know, hey, I love you, brother. You, you have to, yeah, uh, man, because spread that love, getting, man. You getting older, bro. You getting older. You look, you realize your time, <laughs> your time is on this earth is limited. It's not. It's not you still promise, have to. Right? You still have to find the cause of the the root cause of the problem. Treat the disease, not just the symptoms. Yes, yeah. and the, the the disease, the true disease is pride. The true disease that's is deep. pride. That's deep. If we're strong enough to hide our emotions, we should be strong enough to deal with them. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny. It's funny you say that, Arizona, because it's probably harder to hide them than to actually deal with them. If you think about yeah. it, you know, that's deep. Yeah. So let me, while I was on here, I said, let me find something that... um that may be able to help. And I don't I don't get money for sharing this shit. We don't we don't get paid. They don't have a no. paid thing for us. Betterhelp.com, man. Look. There you go. I don't care who you go or where you go, find the help. Can you see that? Let me zoom that Affordable in like Affordable private online counseling. Yeah, betterhelp.com. I don't I don't know these people, but I know that they have a website where you can have you can get some goddamn help. Somebody is out there giving help for free. Uh, somebody is out there um, finding ways that that people can um, people can let let it out, let it out. Normalize therapy. Normalize talking to somebody who can help you work through your problems. And you'll be surprised uh, who's going through the same thing. Or Stone Foundation be able to share something to you. There you the go. Stone Foundation is a black-owned practice in Towson. If you got a link, put that link up in the chat. I will share it. But look, men. Men, we have to do better. We have to do better at um, allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, opening up, talking to our significant other, communicating, being present, and 
and letting go, letting go of all that mm. frustrations, all those things that you're working through. Look, we all know we work hard. We're trying to do the best we can. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it's enough, but you are enough and you have to make sure that people know what you're going through. People know, um, you know, people know that what's affecting you so that you can get the help you need uh, to be better. Last thing we want is, um, you know, last thing we want is depression. The last thing we want is suicide. Uh, and what we really want is better humans overall, because good humans make better humans, which, which make better humans. And the only way this world gets better <laughs> is better humans, period, because we got yeah. some crazy motherfuckers out there right now that are doing that are doing the wildest stuff. The mere fact it's, that ch the children in elementary school are learning active shooter drills um, it just lets you know that mental health needs to be normalized it needs we need more funding we need more focus on it it is the root of the cause we are so we are a society that has been built on mitigating the damage versus fixing the root cause uh, you know we spend money on police but we don't spend the money on the social services we need to change the way that we look at our problems so we can really get to the root of it and fix it. Bottling the bottling shit is not serving us. It's killing us. It's killing us. I think the biggest thing. I think the biggest thing is just knowing, like, you're not by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not by yourself. Stop feeling like you. You know, you're. You need to be ashamed of how you're feeling. Get it off. You know, let it go. Like you said, um, you might need to start a new movement, man. We might need to uh, coin that "let it go" phrase because that's real. I think you frozen know, has beat us to it. I think frozen. Nah, man. That's that's different. They're talking about something else. Um, kids are shooting up schools because their parents are working 100 hours a week and not paying them any attention and having conversations with them. Very true. No attention. Very true. Who's raising your children? You might have to, you know, that's been something we've oh, been dancing around. man. That's been something we've been dancing around over the yes, past 14 has. episodes, Kate Dizzle. I think, episodes, I think episode 15 needs to be, who's raising your damn children? Who's raising your kids? Are you oh. raising your kids or is Coco Mellon and the TikTok. advertisements and it's and it's TikTok. <laughs> TikTok or Minecraft. Oh man, we might have to talk about that because are they the school shooters? Oh Jesus. Oh, man. But Look, man, happy, happy Mother's Day. I want to say thank you, Arizona Ron, as usual. Shanae, thank you so much. I love you, baby. Melinda Heflin, everybody else in the chat. K Dizzle. Love you, bro. I'm telling I'm telling my friends I love them right now, okay. Hey, love you too, my guy. I love you, bro. Look, social media and Disney Channel. You're right. You're right. That we we gonna we gonna get to that, man. We gonna get to that. that That's that real deep. It's gonna be episode uh, episode 15. Who's raising your children? But who's uh, raising your kids? Yeah, but uh, shout out to the mothers. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Men. Day. I love you, mom. Yeah, I love you, mom. Mom, mom, my mom called me in the middle of the show. Obviously, she don't. She ain't on Facebook. <laughs> no, well, we love your mom too. I love my mom. Happy Mother's Day to my mother-in-law as well. Look, the um, only look, the only way that we grow is with you guys' help. Look, we love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Um, like, share, subscribe. Do all those things. Find us on Facebook. Find have streams. We're gonna. I'm gonna get the Instagram streams. going. Have streams. Um, there's a way that we can we can do this on Instagram. Okay, I'm gonna figure it out for next week. So there's an Instagram live too. 
and we'll pipe that in there as well. I um, mean, it's all dressed up. We're everywhere, all, dressed, all dressed up. up. We we're everywhere. We're we growing everywhere, every week. bro. We're growing every week. Support. You know, um, we're seeing it. We love it. We thank you. And the content only is as good as the interaction that you guys give us. Uh, black kids mm. just kill black kids. Still they going in, man. It's, it's yeah, deep. look at that. Woo! Black kids. Just get an overtime. Get an overtime episode. Different targets. Oof. We're not going to do that. That that uh, crime. Crime in the African American community. I'm not yeah. going to use that black on black. I'm just use crime in the African American. Nah, yeah. But it's no. Just, it's deep. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap this up, man. Look, we love y'all. We thank you every Sunday at 9 p.m. It's your boy Have Streams, Kate Dizzle DC. This was an episode that was definitely needed, that came straight from the heart, that we have close, close, close ties to because everybody goes through something at at all different times. And we all need um release and we all need people okay. in our circle that we can talk to so we can become better humans overall, man. Look, half what you got, baby. Hey, man, thanks, guys, again for joining us. It was like uh, Kato's was said, an episode from the heart. Uh, shout out to the chat. We appreciate you. Love you guys. Uh, to my brothers right now going through what they're going through, hold your head. You know, things will get better. Um, but find that outlet. You know, don't don't hold on to it. Let it go. Uh, we can definitely we can definitely uh, start by looking in the mirror and being self-aware. But great episode. Thank you, Kato's. I love you. Love you too, bro. Have streams everywhere. See y'all next week. See y'all next week. You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know. They know.